Hello and welcome back to the Brain Trust Podcast presented by Pink Boy Entertainment. This is episode 144, the last episode of 2022, the finale. On this week's episode, we are talking a bunch of stuff. We have a Christmas recap. We are talking the top three draft of the people with the last name Brown. And we are talking Luka Doncic because he needs a recovery beer. That dude is nuts. All that much more coming up soon. All right, we are back. This is actually the final episode of uh, the Branch Trust for the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the finale. Shout out to to Vin Diesel real mm-hmm. quick. He just got Brittany Griner home before Christmas. It just it just brought back memory, brought back tears of uh, <laughs> of everything. <laughs> Shout out to the special guest Melinda Brown for popping in, just waving and saying hello. Yeah, nice cameo. Yep. Nice little cameo. Um. But yeah, Deshaun, let's let's hear about uh let's hear about the weather there in Houston. I want another weather update because I know the last time we talked, there was some some storms coming. There's some storms brewing. Mm-hmm. It was in like what like the low fifties. No, no, no. It was it was just cold, man. It was it hit nineteen degrees on like last Friday here, a couple days before Christmas. No, I'm saying when we recorded oh, yeah, last, yeah, yeah. it was in the low fifties. You were bracing, I was bracing for, that. for that. True. Um, now we're on the backside of that. Today it was 79. You know, it was warm. I was like, dang, it's Jeez. hot outside. Perfect, perfect golf weather. It felt so nice, but yet to go golfing. But um, yeah, the weather's going to be nice from now on. It seems like, you know, just we hit that cold brew from uh, Siberia. They just messed up all, you know, Central America. Not the, not the continent, the, the place of, uh, you know, Midwest. But I'm looking forward to it now, you know. I'm looking forward to getting back to Michigan and not having snow on the ground and already being past that, you know, not snowing that much. Right. But yeah, I'm taking advantage of this warm weather. I love seeing the kids outside. It reminds me when we were kids playing in the street, playing basketball. One kid by all his Kylo Ren saber for no reason, just swinging it around and stuff, you know. So it was just cool seeing kids still being kids outside. I love seeing that stuff. Um, that's how I know that you're not an old man yet, because an old man would have said he hates kids playing oh, outside. No, it's too noisy. I get off my Encourage line. it. Say playing outside more. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think same for uh, for us here in Michigan, man. I think like this, the snow is, or at least that storm has passed. I know we're gonna get dumped down with snow at least once or twice more before the winter season's over. But um, it was a it was a cold and brutal couple of days. You know, we. I know Lance got a little more snow on the west side than we did here on the east side, but it was it was snow everywhere. It was too cold for the salt really to work or do anything, so it just was hard to drive. Um, the times I had to go and run out to you know get stuff or go to the gym real quick, it was it was very dangerous to drive out there. But we're we're past that point now. I'm glad that you can actually see the road again. But I forgot about all the damn salt marks everywhere and just how gross everything looks, man. That's that's the one thing yeah. that cars are salty. I mean, shout out, right? Shout out to salt for like helping make the ground actually like not slippery, but it just tears everything up, though. It is gross. It's super nasty, how, man. How, how much snow would you say you guys got over there, Nick? Hmm. I want to say 
I want to say like maybe like five to to eight inches, depending on. I mean, it was really windy too, so it was difficult to tell where yeah. like the actual snowfall line was. Um, you know, taking my dog on walks around the neighborhood, she still got to go outside. She loves the snow mm. too. All she wanted to do was run around in the snow, and there were there were some points where like you know the snow goes up to like my shin, um, like my low shin, like above my boot line, and like that was like damn, all right, there's a lot of snow, but then. There was there was other parts where you know it was a couple inches, nothing too bad. But the cold and the wind was really the the most brutal part of that. What about you guys? How much did you guys get? Man, we got a lot, dude. Um, honestly, they were hyping up a storm like all work week last uh, week for us, man. And they were saying like, um, if you guys don't feel comfortable traveling, they can you can stay overnight at the hospital. I'm like, hell no. But uh, Thursday night wasn't bad. Friday was. When I was starting to pick up Saturday, I when I was like um, snow blowing the driveway, I literally had to go over like the top half to get the top half and then go back over it again to like get the do middle it normally. part. Ooh. Yeah, it was probably <laughs> like 22 inches. I heard. Yeah, it, it felt like two feet. Um, that's what I really like when I was actually doing it. I had to go through everything twice. I think it was at least two, like close to two feet, if not a full two feet. And then that's brutal. They the trash people never came to our neighborhood because it was too bad. Um, the roads were super icy. There would be moments when the wind would blow the snow, so like you couldn't, you had no vision because it was just like white right. in front of you. So it was a tough slow stretch, but it was like forty four today, I think. Mm. So things are melting. Yeah, I'm. Not, I mean, that's one thing. I'm glad you know. I miss you guys, but I don't miss that lake effect snow. That lake effect snow was something else. Yeah. You met, you took a it's a real deal. It was a good time for you to step away from Michigan. I agree. Yeah, I got lucky too, especially when it comes to flights too. Man, flights are getting canceled out the wazoo. If I would have left on the twenty second, I would have had my flight canceled hundred percent. I wouldn't have been you know coming down here this whole time. Yeah. But I uh, you know I got lucky and I left on the twenty first and it was still clear, so didn't have to deal with any of that. But uh, shout out to Southwest, man. I hope my flight's fine on Saturday. Knock on some wood. I'm I'm sure it will be. You'll be good. Um, all right, let's let's jump in the episode. We don't have a ton to cover because obviously over Christmas, people are really winding down. Um, but we do have a couple things to discuss. And first one being, as always, dumb fuck of the week. This week, it goes to the Miami Dolphins mm. and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, this dude just has been concussed over and over again this NFL season. Um, he definitely got another head injury this past uh, week playing. And it just feels like this dude should just probably retire from football at this point, man. Like there's, I, I don't understand the point of continuing to to play football. If you're just going to continue to get your head bounced off the ground, it doesn't really matter like about the helmets either. Like, Oh, he's got a helmet on. He's got the, the special, you know, padding or whatever. This dude is out here just getting concussed. It's, it's crazy to me that the technology is not good enough to really, really prevent concussions. Like there's gotta be some type of like, padding technology can like like you know a responsive pad. i don't know i just feel like there's more to be done with the helmets there should be a, maybe you have you seen the the collar things that people are no. wearing the, the q collar mm-hmm. it's supposed to be this collar that i guess i don't know what quick. study or what where it came from yeah look it up but it goes on your neck and it, it puts a little bit of light pressure on the sides of your neck and it makes your um your blood go in your brain more. So there's more of an added layer of buffer to your, your brain. Mm. And I guess it like, it helps out with people's concussions and stuff, but 
I don't I don't think if you're getting smacked um around like that mm-hmm. that it, it's gonna help you like that yeah. much. I think a concussion is just concussion. Yeah. At that point. With how with how violent the sport is and people are like launching at your heads, even though it's against the rules in the sport, like it's bound to happen still. So it's almost impossible to prevent outright, I feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm looking up this Q collar thing, LOL at the player who's wearing it, who retired early, Luke Keachley. Dude. Dude Ooh. was getting hella concussions, but he is seen wearing a cute collar in this picture too. So I guess it's right. been out for a while. I never heard of it. Yeah, I've been seeing more and more players like just try to like try something mm-hmm. out. Maybe it's like a, a mental thing too to try to prevent that. But I don't know, man. Just seeing, I just hate seeing people like with head injuries on a football field. Just knowing that like they get up and they don't know where they're at. Who was that on the uh, the Patriots this past week too? He got a concussion. Yeah, it was a receiver. I don't remember who, but Nelson Aguilar was his teammate and told yeah. him to get off the oh, field. Yes, that yes. Cool. Philip yeah. Dorsett. No, that's an old name. I don't know. I saw that video too. I saw that. Yeah. Video shout too. out. Right. Shout out to Aguilar for that. Yeah. Yeah. Real teammate mm-hmm. right there. See, in my brain, I just feel like there should be. If you're gonna like, there's no way to determine that. But it's like an airbag that pops up and surrounds your head if you're about to like snap it like that. You know, like how how, you want, how Tua did. You want vibranium yeah. helmets so that it absorbs. Yes, yes. The impact. Well, like carbon fiber helmets. No, those are just shatter. So never mind. But yeah, I want something like that. Yeah, something. Because I mean, there's got to be a better, a better technology, be, better way. There's got to be. Maybe, maybe just no helmets. Maybe they just go skull to skull like rugby. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that they say rugby's you know you get half as many concussions because the way you're getting hit in rugby is way different. You actually have to. That is like, true. It matters. The person who's tackling you can't just all out light you up because they're trying to protect themselves when they're hitting you as well. So maybe we should take away helmets. Should we take away helmets? Because I mean that's a good thing. That's a good thing to think about. Because football players use their helmets as weapons, yes, like legit, as like a safety net for mm-hmm. themselves and like weaponize their own head like that. Should, so so should, that could be the key. Should they just take away pads too? Then because like if you have no helmet but you have pads that. If like imagine like your shoulder pad to the face, the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. They might need to take, take away because then then you would make more money in the NFL because the players would be more marketable. It's always a problem with the NFL. True, you can see them more. I think they should give players shields mm. like like, like a SWAT Captain America shield. Yeah, SWAT team shield, and then give the defense swords mm. right gear, and then put them in a coliseum or like or a stadium, I suppose, <laughs> and have them duel it yeah. out. Yeah. Some of them will have horses and chariots. Mm-hmm. Some of them won't. Yeah. And they yeah. should be like the president should be at every game and like dictating what happens. S- sitting right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we just saw football, American football. Right so there. Too. That's that's what they need. And shout out to the NFL. All right. Um, yeah. Shout out to the NFL. But yeah, dumb fuck week is definitely the Dolphins and Tua for just not not handling any of that. Correct. well. Um, our dub of the week this week goes to a Buffalo barber for uh, helping out his people um, I mean, everyone knows the the giant snowstorm that that really just wreaked havoc in this talk, across almost the whole mm-hmm. country, honestly. But um, he turned his barbershop into a shelter for 50 people during the killer blizzard. Um, he had people sleeping in the barber chairs and on the floor and using uh, barber capes as as blankets to try to just, you know, stay warm and just help out as many people as possible. So that's that's a huge dub. He definitely helped out. Um more people than he he really could have or should have i mean 50 people in a small barbershop i'm looking at a picture of the the shop Mm -hmm. itself and i mean that's just a cool thing to do 
he uh, he got he got interviewed by a bunch of people. Like that's just a good dude helping out his people. Shout out to him. Yeah. That's a double the week for oh, sure. Yeah. You love seeing good things happen to good people, you know, and people being nice. But, uh, you know, rest in peace to all those people who lost their lives in the storm in Buffalo, man. There was like over 250 yeah. people, you know, just homeless. And so I heard one girl got trapped in her car because it froze and died in there. This is like shitty things happen, man. So uh, shout out to the yeah. people in Buffalo. Shout out to Josh Allen. Um, I wonder if this is going to help his business, uh, this barber, you know, I, I want to know, I want to know the level of, of cuts that he can give. Mm. I mean, I want to travel there and get myself I mean, a if fade. this dude saved my life, even if I'm a freaking old white lady, I'm coming here to get a lineup. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. Even line my neck up, mm-hmm. taper me. Given nice old Karen a nice skin fade. <laughs> yeah, bro. She need it. Hell yeah. Um, all right, that's our dub of the week. On to uh, since it was Christmas, we we just want to do a little Christmas recap. Um, Deshaun, why don't you start us out, man? How was your Christmas? I know you're back home with family. Right. Let me know how that works, because the first time I ever heard of that was um, when I used to stay at my aunt's house in college. And she had one and she just got it and she was raving about it. And I was like, what's what's so cool about that? And then no one's ever really talked to me about that before, like or since then. Yeah, let us let us know how that works. What about you? What about you, LP? Uh, my Christmas day was actually pretty chill. I just kind of hung out at the crib with the lady friend watching sports. Um, we did our thing on Saturday. We went to her uh, family's place and it was pretty cool. Uh, hung out with her family her niece and nephew the worst part about it was the drive with it being so snowy and icy roads yeah. so like maybe four or five cars in the ditch um and then i watched the ladies lose again so but i mean it's cool christmas always just chill relaxing time getting the day off too you know on monday right no that's that was that was a uh, same vibes over here too it was just a nice chill day um you know didn't didn't do anything too crazy had uh, some some uh, some neighbors over for our traditional you know Christmas morning breakfast. It was nice. Uh, went to the went to the gym that day because it was you know closed and able to get a nice workout in and then get to watch basketball for the rest of the day. Um, really, but we'll get to we'll get to the basketball recap later for Christmas Day games. But some good games, some good sports on football is on. Um, it was nice to to you know watch my fantasy players perform um, up to expectations. Um, I, I'm super, super excited for, I got a new golf bag for Christmas. That was like the big thing I got. I've had the same golf bag for, I didn't realize since I was like 17 years old. And this thing is just like beat to shit, sun faded, um, you know, elastic ripped pockets are ripped. And it, it, I didn't really realize how bad it was until I put all my, my golf stuff in my new bag. And I looked at my old one. I said, damn, I did not realize that was it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
when you're talking about sports, uh, the NFL. So I follow a page called Front Office Sports, and the NFL they posted great page. Yeah, they posted the viewership for the NFL and the NBA. NFL is king, mm-hmm. man. NFL has 67 million viewers for three games, and then uh, for five games for the NBA, they only had 21 million. It is crazy how much our country loves loves football. football. And any any opportunity, any chance they get, like football Mm -hmm. is king. It's just incredible. I mean, forever, man. I don't. I mean, until people start, until they, you know, people start dying or some crazy stuff starts happening in NFL, it's gonna stay king. And that's that's why you see players like Tua just go out there and just get their heads smashed in because exactly. Because I was asking my dad, we were watching football this over the weekend. I was like, dang. I couldn't play football anymore. I couldn't do it. And then I was like, how are they doing no. it out there? He said, well, you're getting paid $10 million per hit. And I was like, you know, you know, that might be a reason why, you know, you're getting paid all that money. But still, I don't know, man. It's getting crazy out there. Imagine getting hit by someone who's an NFL player. And it's like, you know, like 30 degrees outside. How bad your body has to hurt. Yeah, it would hurt a lot. I mean, but you're, you're probably used to it. You're, you're like, you know, good and warmed up. It's not cold anymore, so you're fine, you know? I really want to try out the uh, the tiger balm that they, they use for their skin to, to, like, cover up, you know, not wear long sleeves in the cold weather games where they're just shiny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it blocks, like, their pores. I really want to try that and, like, go, like, shoveling outside or something. <laughs> hey, it might work. You never know. I mean, Lawrence Taylor and them are doing it, so. Right. It could. Um, but, yeah, good Christmas overall. Like you said, we're at the age now where like we're we're in between um, the age of like being a kid and like having Christmas be about like the gifts and the the magic and having kids where we're we're performing all those duties for our kids. Like it's just a nice chill time with family now at, at this stage of life. And it was and nice. Speaking of that, man, as another thing, a family tradition in my family, we go see movies usually. So usually during the yes. day of or during that week, we'll go see a movie because uh, it's usually a blockbuster out. I remember one year we saw Django like on Christmas Day. It was wild. But um, I recently saw. Isn't that 10 years, 10 years old yeah, now? By it the is. Way? Time flies, Damn. man. That makes me feel old, 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 old. Um, Django's a shout out Django. Good movie, man. Good, good movie. Shout out to Jamie Foxx, too. You know, did you know Jamie Foxx and Kanye West know each other? Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm just playing. I see that there's always that meme of Jamie Foxx telling that story about how he was on uh, uh, yeah. Slow Jams. And you, like he tells that story 50 times a yeah. year. And so that's, that's what I was referencing. He's a great storyteller, though, man. I've heard that. I could tell that story, probably. Dude, I've heard that story like 70 <laughs> times now. But getting back to Avatar. Saw so Avatar 2. <sighs> Avatar 2, man, is a cinema. It's a spectacle. All right. It's a good movie. All right. Uh, I want to say I liked it more than the first one. That could be a little bit of recency bias as well because it's been so long since the first one came out. But I like this. When's the last time you seen okay. the first one? Oh, I think I watched it last year with Sam. Okay. Because this one was so coming out be, earlier this year, to be honest. But um, it was just good story, in my opinion. I enjoyed the story a little bit more. There's more character developments, more characters to follow. Um, maybe cry twice. I'm wondering if maybe Matt cry. I'll ask him later. Um, wow. But yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a good movie. Um, I'm not like there's not with like Avatar. There's no lore and hype to buy into. I really feel like it's just like a movie to see. But with right. three, four, and five coming out before 2028, 
I feel like there's going to be more anticipation once the third one comes out. People are like, oh, I got to see Avatar 4, you know? There's just going to be more because they're coming out sooner now. They already shot the third one while they shot the second one. And they shot scenes for the fourth one while they shot the second one and third one. So I just think there's going to uh, be a lot more Avatar fandom in the near future. Um, there's some good character development. There's some like, oh, wow, what's this? How can they do that? So I enjoyed the movie. My only gripe was that it, it was long. But personally, to me, it didn't feel that long. There's just a little bit of filler they could have cut out. Um, I enjoyed this movie, though. So when you said you cried twice, so my first question is, like, did you have tears stream down your cheek or you like your eyes just welled up? That was Both. It. Like, I had, it's a sad scene. It's just like you. Yeah, I, only, I can't even explain it because you was with these characters. I've only seen the first one once. And that was like when it released a DVD after it came out originally. Do I need to rewatch it to appreciate no, this one? Not at all. Not at all. They tell you everything. As long as they, t- not at all. I just will. I st- I still will say, go see the movies if you can on a five dollar Tuesday, dude. Like I know, I think they're. Uh, Did you see it in IMAX or you just watch it in standard? standard? And it was still really good. Okay, but I'd still recommend seeing it. It's a good looking movie. Uh, like I said, I had, it made me like tears come out of my eyes twice at two different scenes just because it's like heartwarming. I mean, there's only a few movies that ever made me cry. I think it was Marley and Me, Click. Um, Avengers in game or when yeah when Scott Lang's looking for his daughter and I think that that might be it in Avatar 2 so what would you rank it on a scale of 0 out of 10 8 8, yeah. eight even 8 even I gave it a 7 and a half when I first walked out of the movies and told my dad but I was like I'm being too hard on it there's no reason I can give it that half point I since I saw it on a couple days ago I've been thinking about it still so like that's how you know it was a good movie. Yeah, that's how you know mm-hmm. it's good. Good mm-hmm. story. Really, really makes you think about it. You wanna have you watched any like YouTube uh breakdowns or anything regarding the scenes or there's not much to break down. I did watch like a breakdown video just explaining you know everything, but I mean I, it was pretty much all straightforward. There's just a lot of like it leaves you with questions. Like Doom leaves you with like, oh, what's gonna happen next? That's kind of what this movie mm. leads you to since there are they made it to where there's going to be three, four and five. So they already had that in the plan. There's definitely questions that can be fulfilled. Shout out to the water tribe. I mean, it's just pretty much the Samoans. Just shout out to all of them out there. Shout out to Maui and Moana and all of them. When does uh, Avatar three like is there like a release date for it? Already it's got to be 20. Because I know it's I know it's closer to this release date, but is it like two years? Is it four 2024. years? December 20th, 2024. Okay. So Christmas, but two yeah, years. No. So I'm telling you, man, it's a good movie. I'm looking forward to it. Seeing the third one. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it again with, with Sam. So, yeah. Okay. You're definitely going to watch it yeah, again? Yeah. We, we, we still have to see Black Panther, though. She hasn't seen Black Panther still. So we got to do that. Then we'll do Avatar. Black Panther 2, that was a good... I, I just want to go watch that underwater scene again just float. Yeah, those underwater scenes in that movie were really good. I would love to watch that one again and compare it to the underwater scenes in the movies I just saw. But uh, seeing the behind the scenes of what James Cameron made these people do to train underwater is insane. Uh, craziness. Oh, yeah. Holding, really holding their breath for five literally, minutes. Literally. Like doing underwater like motions and like acting underwater. Craziness. But it feels real. <laughs> I was holding, I was holding yeah. my breath if, while I was in, you, in the movie the whole time. I would do the same thing uh, acting underwater if I got paid as much as the actors get paid <sighs> yeah, for this movie. Shout out to Jake Sully, man. Whoever, like, who's that actor's name, bro? Because he hit the bag for life. 
whoever that dude is. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. There we go. Is it the main guy? The main white guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jigsaw, yeah. Is it Sam Washington yeah, or something? Sam Wh- yeah, something like that. Sam Witwicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Witwicky. Transformers. Same dude in the Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm eventually going to see Avatar 2. I just don't see know if I am going to see it. You think you think it's a family movie? I do. I definitely do. I definitely think it's a family it, um, I think it's a father's. Speaking of movies. it's a father-son movie, to be honest. That's okay. really what hit me. I could be, I could be down yeah. for that. But speaking of family movies, we, uh, we watched... Not last, I think it was two nights ago. We watched um, Glass Onion. Mm, yeah, I plan on watching that. At when home. I get back. And that that was a good fan movie. That was a another good sequel to the original. Just a fun um, movie. Definitely. Just a, yeah, just a fun movie. It, it definitely isn't as good, or um, it's not like bad at all. But it's just not as good as the first one because it's just a new concept. Yeah. It's a new character. The first like, one you're still, is just fresh. Right, fresh, new, and the second one was just you know a, a great add on to the first story. But definitely recommend seeing that. Um, that, you know you don't need to see that in theaters. That's definitely a stay at home movie Dude, to, to watch on theaters? Netflix. It's real nice. It might it might still be okay. out because it came out um, during Thanksgiving. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So it could it's still be. For a while, then. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, definitely definitely watch. Real quick watch. Good acting. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig is just. Top-notch actor. That's all I got to say about that movie. Hey, shout out to Zoe Saldana, man. She is a top-notch actress. Bro, she cannot be beat. And she, she she's, is. she's a bag secure. Bag Marvel secure. And Avatar. And Star Trek. She's literally oh, yeah. bag secured. And you could probably just walk past her on the street and not know that she's from those movies. You just like, wow, that that woman's just beautiful. She's just exactly, gorgeous. exactly. But so yeah, you'd be like, damn, that's just, that's just a, a smoke show walking by. You don't realize that she's in all these crazy franchises. Yeah, she's actress of dollars worth of movies. You know? Yeah, yeah. Right. Shout out to her. She. I don't think she gets the recognition she deserves because she just flies so under the radar with her like roles. She does though. It's because I think it's just like CGI and makeup for her roles. Like, I feel like people would really respect her more. If, she did it in prison. You know, she didn't have to do that for the the acting performances. Yo, but um, with that being said, shout out Andy Serkis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course, of course. Andy Serkis is the good one when it comes to that. He is. Um, but no, you said um, Marvel of her getting the bag. We got we to gotta shout out to Stan Lee real quick. Today's would have been his 100th mm. birthday. And, you know, think about how much content we get from this dude. It's craziness, man. Excelsior, man! He's a go. That guy, that guy's legit. He's very legit. It's crazy to think, uh, like, uh, like person, like you know, person in their nineties or whatever, had been alive as long as comic books have been alive. Type shit, you know. It's just kind of yeah. weird to he's think, a, like, yeah. He's produced a lot of joy for the a lot of the world and, for a lot of years. And will so. continue to do it, you know, just by his his mm-hmm. property. So yeah, I definitely shout out to Stanley, man. Produced a lot of money. And a lot of jobs for a lot of people too. Just getting comics as big as they Who's are guys now. That's crazy to favorite, think about. Uh, Marvel character. It can be like movies and comics combined. Like just Spider Man without a doubt. Gotcha. Just not even close. Yeah, I I'd say Batman for sure. Number one. It's not Marvel, so <laughs> yeah, Batman Batman's number so one Iron probably. Man. That's who Nick picking Iron Man. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I'm picking Black Panther or Spider Man too. Spider Man's is OG. Black Panther, you know? No, Spider Man's for sure yeah, number one. Yeah. Spider Man, not like not even question. Um, I just like to throw on Batman jabs when I can with you. You know that. 
Um, one other thing before I move on to what's new music, which isn't much, but we got to talk about John ja Morant's uh, sneaker unveil, the John ja Morant one. I just want to, I know we, we did text about this quite extensively, but I just wanted to get it on uh, on the podcast, let people know what our thoughts are. I I will let you guys start. Um, I know, I don't know if your opinion has changed now that it's been out and you've seen better pictures and more pictures or, you know, how it's, how it's, uh, you know, progressed or anything, but give me, give me your thoughts. Give me your initial thoughts on the shoe without seeing, you know, more colorways, but only seeing the two that have been unveiled. All right. So we've seen the first one, the blue one, not a fan, um, kind of look like a, I don't know, like a Nerf shoe, if Nerf made shoes for a second. That's what it kind of looked like to me. The blue one, especially I'm not a big fan of the big mesh panels, but seeing the purple one, the purple one is a much better looking shoe. That solid color. Um, still not a fan of the mesh, but you know, you made a good point to where like the materials you got to use on a first timer shoe are going to be cheaper materials, especially at this price point that they're going to be at. Um, it works for. It seems like it works for Jaw, like his movements, his explosive movements and stuff. So that's very important. And reading the little like synopsis that he put out, Nike put out, just about the shoe and what it came from and how it's from him doing you know, wheel jumps, jumping on, you know, tires and stuff and just being an at home gym type thing. I mean, I get it. Cause it kind of looks like, you know, at home, a gym shoe, like an actual gym shoe. Right. So I, I'm down with the story more than the actual shoe. Oh <clears throat> um, yeah. We, we discussed this. You and Matt expressed your thoughts on them. Um, personally, I've always just thought like the first, um, model and a signature signature shoe line is always gonna be pretty basic. Um, I don't feel like any one shoe blew us away between Kobe, Kyrie, LeBron, KD, PG, you know, um, Giannis even. And then like we never get great colorways to start either. They always like develop throughout the year of the shoe. Um, I'm indifferent about it to be honest. Like I, I think it's serviceable. Like Nick has mentioned to a great point. It's like they gotta start pretty simple with simple um, technology because they're going to start at a lower price point and then build its way up just like the other models so um i think they're just getting one out there and they're going to build upon it they'll get feedback from jaw and then that's what builds upon the line too so yeah no i i definitely think that the shoe is you know like like you said lance you're indifferent on it that's that's kind of the same you know, thought process I have, um, you know, when it comes to a signature shoe, like as long as there's somewhat of a story behind it, there's, you know, the athlete's perspective and their thought and their voice in that shoe. And you can feel that. Like, I think that's a success. Um, when it comes to a basketball model, um, you know, Ja has been, you know, a Nike athlete for a minute and he's been deserving of a shoe, especially with Kyrie being dropped. Like there's definitely that, that hole in the Nike basketball lineup that needs to be filled. And the the young kids, man, they they love Ja. I think he's super, um, you know, likable as a dude and as a basketball player. So I'm glad that he got the shoe. And when it comes to like the shoe design and everything, like like just seeing the story behind it, seeing why some things are are you know the way they are, and the shoe being hundred ten dollars um, retail, like I think it's it's perfect for for everything. Um, you know, entry level basketball signature shoe is like. I really don't know what else you could do for that shoe. Would I personally wear it? Probably not. But like, I don't think it's for, it's not for our generation. He's the first Gen Z basketball player to be, um, you know, in Nike's lineup. So it, it's for kids and 
that's why I think they're going with more of like the, you know, the blue and the purple to start out with to get the kids' attentions. Those are very kiddie colors. And we'll get like the more team colors, the black and the, the reds and the whites later on once, um, you know, he, he plays a little more. And I'm sure he's going to have some big moments in this shoe come the rest of the season and come the playoffs. There's no so doubt the, about that. So the playoff color is one thing. The playoff color is going to be nuts for this shoe, especially with the Grizz. Right. Um, and since you said Gen Z athlete, I just wrote that down. But yeah, I also like, like that, that they actually marketed as the first generation Z athlete. And he also did like a call to action on his Instagram. You know, you saw that where he's like the 12 days of jaw, jaw miss or something like that. Yeah. Where, like no other athlete has done that for their own shoe utilize social media when they launched it to be like hey come participate in this and we'll give away a free pair of shoes that's like i like that because that shows the marketing and like he is the first generation c athlete and they know what they're trying to target with that so i really did like that once you said that my other thing is the russ why not well who what shoes are those like they 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 did i forgot about that they did unveil the yeah. sixth or he wore his yeah. sixth line of that shoe, can you even buy those? Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think you can. Yeah, no, I think I mean, it's like, like I mean, you can't buy the Jaws. Why either, not? But. I mean, I like I don't even know if I see them on, if I go on swoosh right now if I even see why nots on there. To be honest, yeah, they just pretty much. I personally feel like there's just people that just need to drop. Like personally, I don't think Paul George needs to continue as the line. Yeah, because like yeah. he already even plays too. Like yeah. I feel like he's half or out half the season. Same with Russell Westbrook. I don't even know if Chris Paul is getting new shoes, but like we don't need that, you know. Mm-hmm. Those CP Jordans like, think, are disgusting. Like <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Every single one. Like of them. We, obviously LeBron, <laughs> KD, Giannis, mm-hmm. Ja, mm-hmm. Luca. That's four, right? Then yeah, then you got Luca, Jason Tatum, Zion. That's three for Jordan. That was my next thing. Zion. I think he might have the best shoe. Right now, they ju- they released that red Raging Bull colorway. It's the same with the blue, except it's all red, bro. If yeah. I play basketball, I'd be getting both those shoes in a heartbeat. Those are beautiful. So you you can buy the Why Not point fives, the fifth generation, and the sixth one is what they just unveiled. That's the only one you can get right now. Um, honestly, though, like I mean, it, it's tough when you go from someone who was like a big big star like Russ to now he's like coming off the bench for the Lakers, like. It's just the natural progression of basketball. Like, oh, I don't know. Sure. It's tough to have any line. Like the fact that LeBron and KD are, you know, like double digits in shoes. Like LeBron's on his twentieth shoe with Nike, and he's still starting. He's still one of the best players in the league. Like I don't know. That, that's just a testament to him as yeah. an athlete, man. That's crazy. A lot of it has to do with longevity of players now compared to back in the day yeah. too. Because Michael Jordan, Jordan only played like thirteen years. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and like you. Know, LeBron, he's just a freak when it comes to longevity. How long has um, Ja been in the league? Like three years now? Uh, was going on four? Four, maybe. Okay. I think this, I is, think this is his fourth I was season. To see, is he like yeah. one of the quickest athletes to get a shoe like that, probably? I mean, besides LeBron, LeBron, you know, besides no. LeBron. KD, maybe too, I think. I have no idea. I wasn't really following shoes when the KD one came out like that. But I just... Yeah, I don't know what season he got his shoe. But yeah, I mean, it, the first, first to like third year is usually like that target you know when someone's gonna have a signature because i'm like thinking that. Like, like who's next like of this new new generation like paulo zion i guess no i'm sorry like got his Bancar- yeah yeah zion got his super early you're right actually but pablo bancaro is he gonna get his own shoe i'm waiting for like shy shy he's a good enough athlete but you know he's <laughs> just in okay okay see so nothing's coming his way but yeah. uh is he signed with anybody nike he's a nike athlete yes yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, I, I do miss when Nike just had Kobe, LeBron, KD though, like three, 
signature lines, but like the three best players in the league. And Kyrie's bro. Super exclusive. I missed Kyrie's. I went to that Nike yeah. outlet this weekend and Kyrie Infinities, Kyrie Eights are on there all over. They're trying to get rid of that, hey, that stock, man. You uh you rep those black and red ones loyally. I don't remember which you uh, model they were, but I think there's f- fives. I got ones, I got ones, fours and fives, I think. That with your Houston those, Rockets. Those shirt. gray and navy ones Classics, you had? bro. I used to hoop in them buckets and those. That's when I was actually playing <laughs> basketball. We would play all the time at wreck in those. You're right. Man. I forgot I about miss those hoops ones. sometimes, man. My cardio's just not there anymore. <laughs> but yeah shout out to Ja for unveiling his shoe um i'm excited to see what what comes of this and you know more more from him more from from nike Same. regarding the shoe i'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see later in the summer yeah, Devin Booker's yeah. shoe. really excited to see d book shoe because d book's pretty much kobe guy so his shoes gotta right. be he, kobe ad he played a lot of games in that for a while so i'm, I'm looking forward good hoop mm-hmm. shoe too I'm looking forward to those Kind of mad I never bought those. Um, all right, yeah. so let's move on to what's new in music. Uh, only, only really two things to talk about. The the first one being that the New York Times named Kendrick Lamar as the greatest rapper of this generation. And Deshaun I know, signs. I know Deshaun has some some hotter takes regarding his most recent album. Um, but how do you feel about them? naming him the greatest rapper of this generation I mean, nobody in the new york times listens to rap so it doesn't matter you know that's how i feel right you know if it was complex unfortunately i'd be like oh okay but it's the new york times bro they should be telling me about bloomberg business shit all right i don't want to hear them talking about rap <laughs> kendrick's album for the people in the new york times they probably did listen to that album a lot there wasn't even rap on that album to me Personally, there's literally no rap on that album. It's music. Remember, I said that when I first came here. When I first listened to that album, when it came out, I said his album's more music than rap. And they just gave him the best rapper of all uh, this generation. It's bullshit. But to each his own. My sister loves it. She literally downloaded two songs on it uh, on my phone yesterday. She's like, "You gotta listen to it in the car." I'm like, "Bro, this is trash." Um, but. For me, it'd be Drake. I, I no hands down, Drake is the greatest rapper of this generation, easily. Um, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That's a lot of a lot of hot takes that you're spewing <laughs> out right there. Don't don't know if I necessarily agree with any of them. It's all good, man. Um, no, I mean, I, I see your points though. I understand. I respect your opinion for sure. But like, I I don't think of of Drake like strip, strictly as a as a rapper, you know. I think like the wording they chose to use during that or in that in that sentence, I think is appropriate. I mean, if it's not him, it's got to be J. Cole, it, like as as like strictly rapper. Yeah, but Drake is a rapper too. Drake is a rapper, he is, but, he's, but he also sings. He's yeah. a singer, and like he's just more of an entertainer as a whole. But you, you can't know? count that right. against him. You're gonna get if like if I was Drake, I mean, you'd feel slighted being like they want to give Kendrick the best like rapper title. Because Drake himself is like, I'm the yeah, best I mean, rapper. Her loss is insane. Right. But he's more, I think that's, it's almost like a, a compliment to him that he's more than just a rapper. If, okay. So if they put, I guess they got to come out with a new article in the next week and say the greatest artist, yeah. musician of this generation. Yeah. If they say greatest artist of this generation, I would say Drake. Okay. For sure. I agree yeah. with that They're too, probably going to say Taylor Swift, but. <laughs> See, you're not even wrong about that. They probably would say Taylor yeah. Swift. 
But uh, I just I they just would. can't get behind the greatest rapper being Kendrick. I like Kendrick. Uh, you know, I like when he raps, but I personally didn't think he rapped on this latest album. So. so. I think I think the album is uh, is smooth jazz. I think that's what it's under under Apple Music. It's not under it's like a podcast and rap. So yeah, <laughs> it's just him talking. You're right. <laughs> we cry together. <laughs> Literally, we cry together. It's a perfect example. Yeah, I'll never listen ever. to that ever again. So I, I agree with you on that point for sure. Um, and then the only release that came out was uh, we had Nango Flow and Bad Boony release a song called Gato de Noche. Hey. Um, I listened to it once today and it, I mean, I get, I get the vibes, man. I, I just, I want to be part of, I want to be part of Bad Bunny's yeah. fandom. Like, I just love that people love him like that. And I want to be I part agree. of that. We've talked, we've talked about how like you can't listen to like Hispanic music and really feel it because like, you don't understand. Like, are you starting to get that a little more now though? Yeah. I catch, I catch the vibes off of music that like aren't in English, like I'll be honest, man. I listened to like some like German house and like some like crazy, like, I don't know, like European vibe stuff. Um, so I, I do understand that point. I think I just need to give more Hispanic music a try because there's some good vibes. They on there, man. Excellent. Vibes, I don't really need bro. to know. I don't know, know the, ver- the words. I just need to know like the vibes and like the feeling it gives you. That's it. I agree. That boonie is top notch, man. You're doing bad he bunny is. numbers. He's just sick as a yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. It's a robbery. Yeah. It's a robbery. See, Drake bars, greatest rapper still, of all time. Still on repeat, bro. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Let's move on to uh something that we special for this episode. We haven't done a top three draft via podcast form in a minute. They've all been on YouTube. So if you missed one, go check out the YouTube channel. Go like and uh, subscribe to the channel mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. We're releasing more stuff there. Um, eventually, but now we have a top three draft um, of the week, and it, we are going top three Browns, people with the last name Brown or something equivalent yeah. to that. Um, I think we decided the order was me, Deshaun, and then Clip. Lance. Snake draft is always Correct. three picks each. I am going with my first pick. And honestly, I was going back and forth, but I think I can get this person later. And I don't want um, the person you think I'm going to take first. I'm going to go with James Mm. Brown, number one overall. James Brown, just an absolute legend of the music game. Um, Just sweaty all the time. Yeah, all the time. On drugs all All the time. time. Jamming. But he's jamming. He brings mm-hmm. the vibes. Yep. James Brown, number one pick. Shout out to Chadwick Boseman for his portrayal of James Brown. True. Shout out to yes. Chadwick, man. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to James Brown. I'm going to go with my pick. I mean, it's obvious the number one Brown. This, I used to tell girls he was my cousin in third grade. Shout out to Chris Brown. You know, he did, you know, have some troubles in his past, but behind that now, um, he is a crackhead still, but I don't condone that. So shout out to Chris Brown, though. Dude still makes great music and super swaggy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a great pick. Um, could have been my first pick, but my scouts were telling me uh, just based off of his personality mm-hmm. and traits, his game is yeah, there, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. But, you know, are the, are the other tangibles there with him? And my scouts told me he was dropping in stock a little bit. Hey, so. We took him, though. Glad you yeah, could pick yeah, him yeah. up, we'll though. Steal. Uh, well, Chris Brown was the number one target on my draft board, without question, man. Go crazy, goes hard. We play mm. on, we play. So, 
There's one name I do want more than anyone else on my list. And I have to go with Charlie Brown. Mm. Sh- shout out to Peanuts, man. The vibe. Whenever you hear that theme song, <laughs> shout out Snoopy. I'm going to put that in yeah. right here. I'm going to put that behind you. Yeah. Uh, Snoopy, Woodstock, you know, I, I just love Charlie Brown. Shout out Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Charlie Brown specials, man. I wish they got as much love as they used to get back in my youth. All right, man. This is when it gets a little tough for me, man. I lie. I'm going my the second favorite Brown of my life, man. I'm going to Sean Brown. Man. That's my boy. Appreciate it, man. That's my dog. <laughs> That's like, a cheat code, bro. Yeah. The best Brown I know, the best producer in the game. Hey, man. Appreciate Turn around it. is crazy. The Euro stuff is crazy. Hey, we, it's all there, man. Euro He's crazy. crazy. We, we were in that gym that day practicing that Euro stuff, <laughs> man. We were getting it in. His uh, Kendrick Lamar takes crazy. Hey man, appreciate it, cuz appreciate it, mate. That that's a great pick. I had him uh, number one on my on my draft board. Thought I could steal him later. I wanted to get value later in the draft, so that, that's definitely a tough look for me as a scout here. But um, that's you that's a game play since he was in the academy too, like the under five. Oh, yeah. true. You've been watching for a while. <laughs> Watching for a long time. All right, man. For my uh, just got poached. <laughs> my second pick, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, there's a lot of good Browns on this list, but there's somebody who has a place in my heart just from childhood and just beyond. It's gonna be Alton Brown from the Food Network. That guy is yes. G. Shout out to Unwrapped. Shout out to you know Cutthroat Kitchen. So uh, you know Iron Chef. There's just so many shows that Alden Brown's the host of on Food Network. And I mean, without him, a Food Network could not be the same. So yeah. Alden Brown. He he almost is the Food Network. Literally. Guy. When we, when we were doing research, he was number one on some of the lists. I was looking at it. It was either him yeah, or James it was, Brown. It was crazy how uh, how high that dude's stock was for sure. Definitely a late riser in the draft here. But um, great pick. Great pick. Um, all right, my next pick uh is is somebody that is is a young up and comer, could have some long term uh, you know, like Hall of Fame level performances still mm. to come. Uh Millie Bobby Dang, Brown. That was gonna that's a steal right there. That's a steal right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, best known for her performance as Eleven in Stranger Things, uh Shino, or what's her what's the name? Enola yeah, Holmes. Shinola Shinola Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> Enola Holmes uh, you know someone that is up and coming though definitely have seen her grow up <laughs> for um, sure and great actress Deshaun been watching <laughs> Deshaun's been watching heavily scouting Heavy, her heavily heavily Deshaun and Drake <laughs> hey man shout out Millie Barbara Brown for sure yeah ha- had to definitely take her off the board um, shout out to Eleven man you were like Papa I love that line <laughs> Um, and then my last pick, I'm going to go with, I got someone musical. I got someone acting. I think I'm going to go with a, a sports mm-hmm. theme here to round out my team. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Um, I know it's kind of a hot take because as a franchise, they aren't really the best, but I think this is the best time to buy low on them. They're my third, third round pick, lowest pick in the draft. Um, could be a, a franchise in the future that has some, uh, some promise. And I'm getting a whole sports team, not just one true, person. True. So, yeah, definitely my last pick. But I'm happy with my three. That's all I got to okay, say. Okay. Thanks for your buck. For my last pick, I'm also going to go in the sports direction. Psych. I'm not. I'm going to go with a musician as well. All right. I'm going to go with Khalif Brown. 
aka Sway Lee. So okay. well, I did know that Sway Lee was a brown, but knowing that, I, I can't pass him up. Sway Lee did have a stranglehold from like 2015 to 2018 on all of us. Shout out to uh, yes. Sunflower. Um, so yeah. Uh, unforgettable. Unforgettable. So crazy. Number one most streamed time or song exactly. of all time. And that's by a brown. So shout out to Khalif Brown. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Um, no, I'm pissed, man. My scouts didn't tell me anything about this guy. Yep. Uh, came out of nowhere. <laughs> you had some great scouts. Yeah, they were deep. We've been we've been 26 years almost of scouting Brown, so we've we've been doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my last pick, man. Probably overdrafting for sure. Definitely some better names out there, but I'm gonna go with Shannon Brown, mm. former Laker, former Michigan State Spartan. Let Shannon Dunk, who is a high flyer, he had a, a yes. great block, you know, with a great reaction by the Laker team. Two-time NBA champion, man. Kobe's low, bro. No, he's he's a he's a legend, man. Yeah, that, he really is. Though. Him in uh, in two K and NBA Live, if you know, you, you know, you throw him the rock, he's jamming on people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good good Brown drafts. All right, guys. So let me go through real quick. Nick with the first picks picked James Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, and the Cleveland Browns. I picked Chris Brown, Alton Brown, and Cleve Brown, a.k.a. Swilly. And then Lance picked Charlie Brown, me, Deshaun Brown, and Shannon Brown. That's a pretty good draft we got there, guys. I don't know. I don't know if you can draft any better. Those are some some great rosters. Um, I, I love to see the chemistry on each team. I love to see how they develop in the future. Um, you know, I, I think that there's some people left on the list, though, that we got to, you know, definitely shout sure. out. Um, I'll, I'll go first in my honorable mentions. I got Jim mm. Brown, legend yeah, of the yeah, football. Yeah. Um, I got Mel B. Mm. Didn't know her last name was Brown. Spice That's Girl, yeah. Spice Girl, um, legend of the hey, game. She, great she judge. Christian Horner though, so she take her off. Uh, that is true, but she's not married to him, so that's true. all right. Um, Detroit's own Danny yep. Brown on the yep. list, yep. and then uh, shout out to Bruce Brown, former uh, Detroit Piston, and Brooklyn Net, and current Brooklyn or no, not yeah, current Brooklyn. I don't know Net, where he's at. He's Brooklyn probably Net. in Taiwan by now, but um. My Browns gonna go. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to. He's on. He's on Denver. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, two sports athletes, man. Antonio Brown. Let me three. Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers while he was playing before he went crazy. CTE. AJ Brown, a, a dog of a receiver right now for the Eagles. And then Hollywood Brown. I mean, come on, man. A little skinny guy, but in college he was nuts. Him and Kyler, unstoppable. Yeah, you guys had most of the names I've written down. I'd like to shout out Kwame Brown because without him, we couldn't have traded him for Pagasol, in which he won two uh, championships with the Lakers. And then Larry Brown, coach of the 04 Pistons. So, oh man. Yep, kind of forget him, man. Those are two names that my scouts just didn't put on the list for me. I mean, they're, I'm, they're getting fired. I'm getting heated right now. <laughs> That that's you know great great picks there, um, yeah. Brown is an all powerful last name. Nice really really shows the the dominance of that last and name. And Brown as a color has been in the past two years. Like colorway palette wise, Brown has been in very I much got, so. I got a brown shirt for Christmas, yeah. man. I'm not, I'm happy exactly. about it too. Yeah, I got um, I just bought a brown pair of shoes recently. So yeah, no, I feel you. What a great job! Yeah, yeah, agreed, man. Thank you guys. All right, on to sports. Um, I did want to talk about football just for a quick second here. We got a couple headlines, but the first one being, man, uh, I've officially gone to the Fantasy Football Championship for the first time. Mm. Um, I just wanted to take a a minute to just shout out to my team. 
Uh, we've been through some crazy adversity this year, man. We've had three torn ACLs mm. on my team, three season-ending injuries. Might- but the core of my team has stayed there. We've believed the whole time. Um, you know, when I drafted these dudes back in uh, back in August, and uh, I, th- I think it was actually September when we drafted, but um, I was scouting in August, so I knew these guys all the way back then. But I really took took a look at their personalities, took a look at what they brought to the table, other than their game and football. And it's a new strategy I implemented, and so far it's been paying off. And I, I really just hope to to go out there this week and to just, man, I just want to I just want to lay somebody out, man. I want to I want to hit I want to hit hard. When you come and you play me in a fancy football game, you know it's a rock fight. You know. I mean, Deshaun played you twice this yeah, year, man. Were, you tell tell the people it's a rock. They were tough fight, battles, man. man. I thought I had it, but his team just ended up swinging, man. Uh, shout out to the Jaguars. Actually, curse the Jaguars, but yeah, your team. I'm rooting for your team, man. Uh, when you were giving that speech, man, give me chills. Helen Beck was playing in my head by Kid Ink when you were talking. Okay, there's a lot going on, man. <laughs> shout out Kid Ink. Shout out Kid Ink. But yeah, I'm super excited to uh, to root my team on this this week. It's a it's a big week for me personally. Um, I'm, you know, I'm really focused, really dialed in and I'm, I'm really rooting for my guys, man. I, I love, I love, I love this team. Um, but in other football news, in real football news, we have, uh, got word from JJ mm. Watt via Twitter that he is retiring at the end of the season. Um, kind of a weird announcement from him, you know, showing his daughter at his first or at her first game and his last home game. And that's kind of how he announced his retirement. Um, I don't think really anyone saw that JJ Watt was going to retire this season. I know he's had some crazy injuries in the past. This dude is banged Mm -hmm. up. His arms don't work. Which makes sense, though. Right. His arms don't work. His legs are torn up. He had that heart problem this year. Like, dude's dude's definitely banged up. But, I mean, he had a stranglehold on uh, the Houston Texans organization in football for a good, like, three, four Mm -hmm. seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, dude was a... I mean, is he? Is it fair to say he's a Hall of Famer for sure? You know, I feel like I feel like the by the amount of publicity he got and how good he actually was, he probably is a Hall of Famer. Even though it didn't seem so. that long, and he's just a good dude. Yeah, he definitely is a Hall of Famer. I feel like there was a stretch where he was like the Aaron Donald of the league. Yeah, at the time, definitely, you know? yeah, definitely. He's just so big, <laughs> number ninety nine, just huge. He was pretty like unmarketable too. Like he had like what super commercials and stuff. Subway commercials and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and and I mean his brothers are good too. So the Watts will still be in the league just without JJ. That is true. Football family there, but yeah, yeah. shout out to JJ Watt. Um, hell of a hell of a career. And then uh, we did get word too, also that uh, Las Vegas' own Derek Carr deciding to go a different direction. Um, with the team, uh, he's getting benched. I honestly think it's funny because Derek Carr, I don't think is a real person. Mm-hmm. I think that he is some sort of character that the NFL has put out there with all their money and their power. Um, the, just the haircuts that this dude goes out on the field with and, you know, the videos of him crying in press conferences this year about people on his team. Like he's just a character to me. And I don't really want to say that he's like a bad quarterback, but he's definitely like very mediocre middle of the road. Yeah. I don't even know if serviceable is the right yeah, word. I don't know, but like he's there because uh, he might win you some games, but he'll definitely lose you <laughs> a little bit more than, than he'd win you. Okay, last right. year because you can't say this year because Jared Goff is playing good this year. But last year, would you rather have Jared Goff or David Carr or Derek Carr? I'd rather have David Goff. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good. 
<laughs> you can throw a pink skin in quarter mile. Um, no, I think I think last year for sure I'd rather go with with Derek Carr. I mean, he was there throwing. He had a ton of yards mm-hmm. last year, and I don't know if it's the, the team. I don't know if it's Why his are you mentality. Guys him? What's but, going on, Raider Nation? He sucks. Yeah, is that just the reason? I mean, but you guys suck. Yeah, but someone's got to take the blame, and it's not going to be the coach we just hired and uh, paid a bunch of money to. Even though we just signed Derek Carr to an extension, he's been here longer, so it's easier to scapegoat him. To be honest, true. Right. Jason, though, he does suck. Though, so Josh Jacobs was upset about just losing to. You barely hear Josh yeah. Jacobs talks, but he did a pef conference, pretty much saying this team sucks. Exactly. So yeah, I feel you on that point. I feel bad for him too because he's a workhorse. He's been balling, bro. Yeah. He We've has been drafting him for a couple years now. <laughs> so and we have that's, Devontae that's Adams, your who like yeah, should be better than he is. Hunter Renfro's you know? out. Darren Waller was hurt half the year. Yeah. Raider Nation is not looking very good. And honestly, it all points back to John Gruden leaving, man. I think he was the glue that held that that place together. Although he he may have had some uh some problems and some some statements in the mm-hmm. past that weren't the greatest. That dude knows ball more than more than a lot of people. It's true. Knock on wood if you're with me. Hell yeah. Um aside from that in the NFL you got any any other headlines you guys want to bring up or talk about um I don't think so man I mean it's getting to the nitty-gritty now you know we're getting to the playoff season almost playoff stretch I'm rooting rooting yeah. hard for my boy in Kansas City Chiefs man I need the Chiefs to make it far I need the bills to make it far it was tough seeing the Lions lose to the Panthers you know when they could have really put themselves Get in stomped a, by the Panthers yeah. could have put themselves in a really good spot going to the last stretch that's the typical lines though I, yeah i'm trying to think of any other thing too i mean I, i'm excited for uh for monday night this uh this monday night game between the bills and the Bengals. that's going to be a game that matters a lot to me in the the fantasy aspect but also like that game is just like a good matchup for football fans Ooh, yeah that's gonna be fire yeah that's gonna be good i'm gonna be watching that game <laughs> yeah, for same. sure um, on to NBA real quick, man. We got to talk about the NBA Christmas Day games. Uh, the first one being the 76ers and the Knicks. 76ers won by seven. Uh, Joel Embiid's pretty solid, man. The Knicks are, I, I've never like once thought of myself as like a Knicks fan at all. Like, I've never like once rooted for them. Like, I liked Melo when he was there, but other than that, like, I'd never, never really had any mm-hmm. interest. Um, the 76ers, though, I know Deshaun's a personal favorite team. Yep, of yours. yep. are you? Are you feeling confident in um, in them at all this season and their chances to bring home a championship to capitalize on Joel Embiid's prime that he's in right now? I don't now? know if James Harden is the right person, man, for the team. I don't think I he don't is. Know. I don't think he's the right person for any championship Me team. I, he just he. I, we're gonna get to the rumors about you know whatever Houston, but I just feel like his he just doesn't care about ball that much. He cares about about strippers. He wants and to get money. paid, which and I can't what, blame him. To be honest, bro, I mean, seeing where he started Arizona without the beard looking ugly like that to be a James Harden now, just being this most swaggy dude. Right. I mean, if you're that good, you can ball, you got money, you have like you like your lifestyle a certain way. I mean, to each his own, but don't be a detriment to the team. Uh, the 76ers are a championship contender, but we need him to play like a like he was doing in Houston, that playoff run, you know? Uh, I haven't really seen much yeah. of that for him consistently. So it's a, it gives me a little worried, but because Joel can't do it by himself. He's not, he, can, he needs a little help. Yeah, I agree. 
That's why he's got um, you, right? Yeah, my fantasy team. Right. I mean, my uh, my career team. Yeah, I was dropping Luca like numbers. So yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Luca, though, we had the the Lakers and the Mavericks play one another, and Mavericks won that game. Luca, we'll get to him in a little bit. We got to focus on him in a Crazy second. Crazy take that was, in that game. Right. That that game was a little, you know, fun at points, but um, you know, not not anything super duper crazy. Uh the next game we had was the the Bucks and the Celtics. And that game was uh my like anticipated game of the day. And turns out that the Celtics are just too powerful, man. Jason Tatum is insane. It's gonna be crazy if he wins MVP this year. It'll be the first uh MVP that's 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> He is still super um, young, though. Nobody talks about how young Jason Tatum still is. Dude literally came as a... I think he's 24, actually. Yeah, I think he just turned 24, though. But for him to be the first MVP at 19 years old would be a crazy feat to accomplish. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's not really fair to judge the Bucks right now. Like, Chris Middleton didn't play that game. Um, like, their second leading scorer... And the you know the rivalry between these two teams in the East, I definitely think those two teams are the best two teams in the NBA right now. So I was like excited for that game, but nothing crazy you know ended up happening. The Celtics just took mm-hmm. it away. Um, and then we had the the Warriors and the Grizzlies, the the Christmas matchup that they were wishing for after the playoffs last year made the Grizzlies look look foolish, getting beat pretty handily by the Warriors. Um, Steph Curry not even playing either. But the, the Warriors are a championship mm-hmm. team. They're championship contenders again. I mean, they, they know how to take care of business. And the Grizzlies are still super young. But and, and uh, the game I did want to talk about, though. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The, the Warriors still, without their stars, still have role players that can contribute. That's the main thing. Yep. Exactly. Agree with that. Um, but the game I did want to talk about, the best game of the night, and unfortunately a game that I went to bed before the end of, was the Suns and the Nuggets game, man. We had, you know, Jokic going out there just doing Jokic things and throwing up crazy stat lines. The Suns um, lost uh, Devin Booker to an injury early in the game, but they had like their their players, their role players they step did. up big. And Landry Shamit coming in and getting thirty <laughs> points for no reason no at all. That ugly mug. <laughs> he might, who's uglier, Trey Young or Landry Shamit? That's tough. Derek I think White. they're very similar. Ooh, Derek White's all the up light there. Skins, man, you don't work out every time. Bad hair. Yeah, bad hair. Yeah. Shout out Derek White though, man. His story is incredible. Ever since he been he was on Old Man and Three, love that dude. Um, but no, that game was crazy. He went to overtime. We had a, a crazy overtime with uh, shout out Aaron Gordon too, man. I feel like that dude doesn't get enough credit. I feel like he gets uh, like slept on in Denver, like as just like a player, as like a, a good like you know, third, fourth option on a team. That dude can get you buckets, can get you rebounds. Seems like he's in the right place at the right time a lot of times when I watch him. Was a dude last year that I bet on frequently because his lines are way lower than he's capable of. So I used to capitalize on that a lot. For anyone out there looking for gambling advice, that, that's what I give you. Take a look at uh, Aaron Gordon's points and, uh, and rebounds. They disrespect him constantly. But he had one of the most crazy dunks, in-game dunks I've ever seen in overtime. Just put... Uh, I don't even remember who he dunked on, but literally put him in a body bag and threw him out in the ocean. It was disgusting. Disgusting. I couldn't even imagine that feeling he got when he did that in the whole stadium erupting like that. Like, oh my goodness. I mean, on top of the world, on Christmas yeah. Day, on the biggest stage. And they won? Would have been incredible. Yeah. yeah, and they won too. That's the best part about that dunk. Um, 
and then I just got to talk about back to circle back to Luka Doncic. Uh, he had a, an all time performance last night. What was it? Uh, 60 points, 20 rebounds and 11 assists, 21, 21 rebounds. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before the recording and just a little bit like over text too, but the Mavericks got to do something with uh, their roster, man. Like this, this dude is, is literally, it reminds me of LeBron. Like he's taking teams that are not supposed to be championship contenders and like putting them in that conversation, like just by himself. And which sucks because they're too good to get a lottery pick, but they're not good enough to like actually win a championship. So like they actually have to work trades and work uh free agency, but he, he is one of the best players in the NBA. Um, the, the, you know, every single time a player has a big game between him and Giannis and, uh, and Jason Tatum, it's basically who's going to win the MVP between those three right now. I need Luca to get it. Luca, Luca could definitely win the MVP easily. That dude is insane. How good he is at basketball. And it's so funny too, because like only if you're in the, like an NBA, even if you're a semi-casual fan, you might not know who Luca is. Isn't that crazy? But like, if you watch the NBA, like that's all the NBA talk about when he pops up is Luca, Luca, Luca. Yeah. But it's not like LeBron. Like, Everybody knows who LeBron is. I know LeBron's been around for a while. So who's a newer player like Zion? I just I just don't feel like there's a hype around him from the whole country. You know, Luca is that dude. Yeah, Luca is nuts. Yeah. He is. He's a dog. He's a straight dog. I don't know what needs to happen. Uh, Dallas needs more primetime games or something. But Luca is a, a showstopper. Oh, Luca and the Lakers would be. Mark Cuban, you'd have to you'd have to pay Mark Cuban two billion dollars just to have Luca. I don't think there's a price Luka. for yeah, Luca and Mark Cuban's. I think mind. you're right because his money. I think you'd have to his kill contract. Luca's about to get is going to be crazy, and that's the problem though. Like he's going to pay him. He wants to do all this stuff to keep him, but he's just not going to like surround him with the team he needs. Bring Dirk he back out. He got lucky Dirk got that one. Yeah. Because if Dirk didn't win anything in his career, that would have been a tough luck for the ownership. True. Yeah. But I don't... No, but I mean, my, my favorite tweet of his performance, the, uh, that game was... Uh, KG, I think, was the one that tweeted that. So there's going to be another mm, st- statue out front yep. of, uh, of of Luca because he's really that dude. And I, I agree with that, man. He He's special... I mean, I just hate his number is 77. Yeah, like, I just yeah. want him to have like a single digit seven. number or something that's not 77. Seven, bro. That's his, that's just his seven. number. If, but Dwight Powell's wearing it. So forget Dwight if Powell. Luke is, if <laughs> Luke is too much of a nice guy, I guess, to tell him this is my number. Like, who are you, Dwight Powell? Yeah, because yeah, he right. wore seven at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. And it's in his uh, Twitter name. It's just Luca 7 Doncic. You know? <sighs> it's disgusting that we're 77. But... Shout out to him too, because they always resurfacing that picture of him and Russ playing together when Russ was on OKC and Luca's yeah. like seventeen. Yeah. Every time he has like a ridiculous game, like all his games are pretty like crazy, but like the, whenever he has like one of these big ones, they just bring that back. Yeah, you're like this dude's been in the league since he was seventeen, pretty much. And that's what makes me yeah. think: like, should LeBron be sending his son overseas? You know, should they be playing overseas to get this fundamental FIBA work and then come back over here? And yeah, but I mean, I just feel like this is Lucas is an anomaly, maybe. No, he, he definitely is an anomaly. Yeah. Like he's he's way better than you could ever hope or dream for from a player from overseas. But that's a good point, though, because he got crazy good, like professional experience as like a teenager yes, for a long time. That has, it's definitely helping yeah, him right yeah. now. Them Hawks made a bad deal, by the way. <laughs> Oh, because they drafted yeah. 
terrible deal. And it, 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 he probably wouldn't even be doing the same thing if he was on the Hawks. I don't know. But that's his hindsight, you know, saying that. But that team, I think, right. is better oh, than yeah. Cam Reddish. The Mavs. Freaking uh, Kevin Hurd. John Collins. John Collins, yeah. They had better young talent for sure. Yeah. I mean, Cam, when Cam Reddish was on the Hawks, yeah, yeah you're that right. was a good. You're right. Cam Reddish is on the Knicks yeah. now. He doesn't even get any PT, so whatever. Uh, he needs to find a new home, that dude too. But yeah, shout out to Luka Doncic, man. If you if you're anything of a basketball fan, just like anytime the Mavericks are playing, like just look up his stat lines, look up his highlights. If he's got a, a national televised game, tune in because it's going to be too special bad, for too sure. Bad the Mavs just don't have a sick, super sick jersey to wear. Like they don't have any jerseys I would want to buy. That blue one, ugly. That white one, not yeah. that nice. The one with the green in it, I'm oh, not mad green, at. Yeah, I like that one. But that was like an all default ones. Yeah. They default ones are like outdated for sure. Yeah. Like Derek was wearing yeah. those 20 years. Steve Nash was wearing those 20 years same ago. With, uh, same with freaking, you know, San Antonio. Outdated jerseys, you know? Yeah. But man, Luke is the man. I'm so ready to buy a pair of his shoes. Just waiting on the right colorway. I feel you. I got you. I did see that the the colorway that you wanted um, is supposed to drop January 1st on, oh, okay. on Nike. I'm yeah. ready. You're ready for it. I like that. Um, but yeah, shout out to Lucas. Shout out to sports, man. Sports are the best. best. F1's coming soon, man. Like three more months and F1's around the corner. Drive to survive, though. Coming up Ooh, sooner. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to walk, binge watch that boy. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. We reached the fact of the week segment of the week. Uh, today's going to be number 57. <clears throat> All right. Before the 19th century, dentures were made from dead soldiers' teeth. After the Battle of Waterloo, dentists ran to the battlefield to seek out teeth from the thousands of dead soldiers. They took their bounty to their dental practices and crafted them into dentures for the toothless elite. So if you were rich back in so the day. So people who are rich back in the day, you could have dead other people's, teeth. multiple people's. Yeah, it doesn't need the same person. Or would they take full no. sets or were they mix nah, and match? Because you got to think about there's Because people back then didn't even have good teeth. So they're just mixing and matching, you know? I got this tooth from Johnny, this from Beth, this from Max, you know? This from Clyde. Ooh, that's so And then gross. imagine them putting it in your mouth. Like back in the 1800s, that so unhygienic. They probably just literally shoved the tooth in your gums and say, yeah, you're good. Wait for your gums to heal around oh, it too. Yeah, that is so gross. Yeah, shout out to God from or, and Buddha for making us be born right now. You know. Shout out to shout out to you. Shout out to Buddha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. On to the ending segment of the week. Always is who's horny of the week. This week it goes to James Harden. We kind of alluded to it earlier, but. There's been reports this past week from uh, from Woj himself, so they are legit reports, that he wants out of Philly and potentially a reunion in Houston. And a lot of people are saying, man, this dude, uh, and the reason he's horny the week is because this dude <laughs> literally doesn't care about anything other than money and strip was, clubs and party. I was literally explaining that to my dad. We were watching ESPN on Christmas Day when Woj was on talking about that. And I said, wow. I was telling my dad, yeah. It's because Philly doesn't have the strip clubs, Dad. Houston got the strip clubs down. He was like, I thought he wanted to go to Atlanta. I'm like, nah, Houston's got the strip clubs. No, he he misses the the Houston scene. I'm sure when he's back in town playing the the Rockets, yeah, the that ball. he has like a yeah, just an absolute celebrity yeah. welcome. Um, yeah, he needs to be back back in Houston. I think he realized that he had it better than he thought, especially now that Houston young is like, town. potentially yeah, a good team, young talent. They got good stuff around. 
he misses it, man. Philly's not what he thought nah, it was. man. This is a little too hard for him, man. Philly, a little too cold for him up there. But, uh, I mean, I, we'll, we'll welcome him to the city, man. H-Town, mostly, we, we want some James Harden. We'll take that. We need some content soaring. We need to start back here. Uh, but shout out to Jalen Green. All the all the retired strippers that left after he mm-hmm. he left, they're they're ready to get their heels back yep. on. They're ready to they're ready to get their jerseys out the rafters, starlets, and all those clubs <laughs> yep. like that, Magic City and shit. So yeah, they're, they're coming back out of retirement, like mm-hmm. MJ for real. If they hear James coming to the city, oh, they say, oh, bag is here. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that like one person can like in a strip club can pay for like this is the person who's paying your life, yeah. like yeah. Can pay for everyone in this trip. Club. Throwing out twenty five thousand all like just every other night. Like it's he absolutely nothing. Strip clubs are dead. <laughs> Nobody's there. <laughs> James coming back. I would love to be in a strip club when James Harden is there. Like just to like see the difference of like what mm-hmm. he brings to that that business. Same man, him and little baby. He gets a red carpet rollout for oh, yeah. sure. Um, all right, that's all we got for episode 144. Thank you for listening for all of 2022. Yes, thank you, guys. We'll catch you guys in 2023, Happy man. New Happy New Year's, guys. Happy New Year's, guys. Happy New Year's. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Brain Trust. Presented by Pink Boy Entertainment.